this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this episode. Well, it belongs to Trickster. Mm-hmm. And it's ending soon, so do not miss out on this amazing special 48-page comic. Once again, brought to you by Inked Publishing now. Trickster is a funny, fast-paced or comedy series. Got to love a little bit of horror and a little bit of comedy with a whole lot of zoom, zoom. A sometimes dark look at a man. It says in quotation marks. Hmm, I wonder what that could be implying there. A man who never believed he could be a leader until he finally chooses to become one. Mm-hmm. Rory is your typical everyday banished leprechaun. Naturally. Ah, man. He runs a bar in Boston and uses his powers of illusion to protect his neighborhood from the thieves of the world. I feel like I'm doing this ad injustice by not having a an Irish accent, but unfortunately that's the best that's the best it gets for me. Regardless, if they use a gun or a contract as their weapon. Mm-hmm. When monsters from this homeland begin showing up, Rory realizes that not only are these creatures putting humanity at risk, they're proving disastrous for his drinking time. <laughs> you see, Rory has a secret. I dig it, man. It's ending on the 13th. This crowdfunded Kickstarter comic ends on the 13th. You gotta head on over to inked.pub slash trickster. Once again, that's inked.pub, pub, not bub, pub slash trickster. And that's, uh, yeah, get your hands on a copy of Trickster 48 pages. Mmm. Of radio. Back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 355. 
The 355th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the uh, future. You know, talking about the uh, the FOCs and the pre-orders and the hot speculation and the stuff that you should have already pre-ordered that's coming out next week and the stuff that may or may not have been spoken about uh, in between those times. You know, all that good stuff. Um, and I know what you uh, may also be thinking as a regular listener, Brian, uh, by my calculations, episode 355 should have been a creator corner, you know? Um, and I will say that in the uh, the, the first time uh, with this podcast that I could recall a, uh, a creator corner episode didn't go up this week, and that doesn't mean there's been any lack of interviews. Um, it's honestly been... Uh, I guess you can kind of say technical issues in a way. Yeah, you could say technical issues in a way, uh, in, uh, in all of the ways. It's all been technical, uh, by mo- no means uh, lack of productivity. Um, there, there's been a juicy one that I've been wanting to get up for a couple of weeks now, and this was supposed to be the big Monday, but unfortunately the, uh, the website took a little poopy doop. Um, as far as on my end, apparently everybody else on the fucking planet, cheers to comics.com, could have edited my website. Could have gone through and done all types of shit. But, um, but me. So, uh, to this day we're still trying to figure that out. I mean, I kind of figured some stuff out. Um, like I, I found a, a means to be able to do what I need to do. But, um, it's kind of a little too late. And at this point... I don't... Hmm. Just know that there will be a bonus Creator Corner next week. No doubts about it. Um, so, yeah. No, just to prove it. To prove all of the people that I've been talking to. To be real. Mm-hmm. I haven't just been talking shit, people. Um, so, yeah. Um, and you know what? You know what? Before I dive super deep all up into this, I have to, I have to do a solid to... <laughs> One of my favorite people on the planet to get my comics from. The newest affiliate of the Cheers to Comics podcast, Nerds Forever. Uh, if you go to 307nerdsforever.com and it's four, like the number four, 307nerdsforever.com, uh, Tarl and company are constantly updating the website with inventory. And I say this as a fellow retailer now. So uh, that news will officially officially be announced uh very very soon we're we're a matter of days away from that um but uh yeah no i'm i'm very very excited um but with that being said you know i have enough confidence to say that yes no there's there's amazing customer service out there and that's that's i kind of take I'm taking notes from Nerds Forever, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you know, it's because this, this was a standard that I haven't really witnessed before. And uh, just overall quality and everything. Shipping, uh, speediness, um, packaging. It just, it, it's, it's an amazing thing. So once again, if you go to 307nerdsforever.com, it doesn't just stop with an amazing place to get comic books. They offer uh, tremendous... Um, pull list discount, start your pull list with them, um, as well as uh, a, a promo code, because you know they're always looking out for the old Cheers to Comics podcast as well, so while you're checking out your already amazingly priced books from 307nerdsforever.com, you are surely, surely using code CHEERS at checkout to save yourself, uh, I, I think it's at least 10%, I know it's at least 10%, so, uh, yeah, get excited about that, people. It's it's the it's the best. It's it's it really is my favorite place. Um, I just uh, a level uh, 
You want new standards? You want new standards, people? Nerds forever. Located out of Newcastle, Wyoming, too, if you just so happen to be planning a little uh, road trippy poo. Because you know con season is a thing now. It's going to be winter traveling. So, yeah, make a pit stop. Plan an extra day through uh, Newcastle, Wyoming. Tell them cheers to comics sent you. All right, people. Um, now, shall we? Shall we? Uh, there's uh, there's some stuff to talk about this week, I reckon. Um, let's, uh, well, let's, let's, you know, let me explain what the hell the FOCs are for any new listeners out there. These are the final order cutoffs. If you don't order these books, then, uh, well, I mean, how, how many does the, 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 the printer know to print, you know? Because this is, a, this is a process. It doesn't just, DC just doesn't say, all right, this book's going to be big. We're putting out 65,000. Well, you know, that's not how it works. You know, it's, it's up to you, the consumer, to tell your shop. How many to tell the distributor to print? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a layers, lots of layers. Um, we are the bottom layer, but at the f- same time, the most important. It starts with us. So you don't order these books; they don't get printed. They don't get printed. You find yourself on eBay when a book gets hot, going, "Well, gee, like, I guess I done fucked up there." Or you find yourself at the shelf, um, you know, on on a Wednesday, going, "Damn." I know Brian said this book was going to be hot, and I didn't pre-order it, but there's like 15 copies there. I don't think I'm going to snag me all of these, because, you know. No, I do not condone that type of behavior. You want to be a person in possession of a billion uh, amazing speculative copies? It's only done correctly through pre-orders. Otherwise, just know everybody is judging you. Do not be that shelf dweller on Wednesdays that just... Whoop, my stack. You know, I I am uh, all about uh, limiting... uh, her, you know, I think that's a, a not a, not a bad thing to do it. At least while the book's still a new release, you know, you give it a week or even uh, three or four days or whatever. Um, then yeah, I'm fucking free for all. But in the, in, on that release day, when everybody's uh, slopping and drooling all over the place for whatever that hot book may be, um, you could just have it super easy and then get them at a discount rate too, not pay any, pay any type of inflated prices and. Uh, FOCs. Alright, so let's just get into it. The first book uh, that is on the FOCs this week, we're coming through Lunar, by the way. There's multiple distribution companies right now, um, so different cutoff dates. But uh, yeah, just Lunar's going to give you your DC books um, and then some. Uh, we got Arkham City, The Order of the World, number two. Now, I ordered 25 copies of number one. Um, I've read it since. It's been amazing. We got the Ten-Eyed Man here featured on uh, an A and a B cover. That B cover by Yasmin Putri. Mm-hmm. That name's going to blow up again here real soon. Um, and I'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, the, mm, I, I do believe that we're going to get more information on more of these... Uh, these, oh, what are they called? The Archimites? But, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's, no, not the Archimites, the, uh, eh, son of a bitch. Um, but, yeah, what, what's it say here? Meanwhile, Dr. Double X, a man with the ability to project his soul outside of his own body, has been taken prisoner by a very friendly couple who have discovered that his powers of astral projection can be used on others. I, I really think this is like the sleeper low-key series. I don't, I don't see a lot of people going, uh, going uh, heavy on ordering this th- this book, at least based off of what I've witnessed so far, you know? Um, and I think that's a good thing, because I think this series has a ton of potential. There's some amazing new batteries in here. And, um, yeah, I don't see a 1 in 25 being offered on this one, but, uh, 
keep your eyes peeled just in case because you never know you never know uh batman number 116 we got a couple of covers there jorge molina's on the cardstock variant looks like peacekeeper number one uh, and then there's a one in 25 by Ann Molina. It's one of them retro gamer cardstock variants they've been doing. Batman Reptilian number five. We got supposedly the first appearance of the Reptilian's mother. Mm-hmm. Still no Reptilian yet, though? I don't know. Quite the build-up. We'll see. I mean, that kind of looks like the Reptilian on the cover there. Or was the last issue the Reptilian and just wasn't really confirmed? I don't know, I'm not really reading the series. You can only take so much Batman. Not that you can only take so much Batman, but... Yeah, no, you can only take so much Batman. Um, or maybe maybe you just fucking chug that shit like... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's see, we got a Cully Hamner B cover and a 1 in 25. Francesco Francavilla. Uh, cardstock variant. And then we got Batman, Superman, Authority... Special. Oh, Batman Superman Authority. See, it has been Superman the Authority, but this is Batman Superman the Authority. See the difference? Um, like I said, how much bat can you take? Uh, let's see, we got a Rodolfo Migliari? 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 That sounds authentic, right? Rodolfo Migliari. I apologize. That sounds good. Um... <laughs> I'm bored, people. Uh, fucking uh, one, two covers on this. G, G Young Lee getting the B. And, oh, Batman The Adventures Continue, season two, number six. Couple of covers there. Yannick Paquette getting the B on that one. Oh, and look at that. Look at Harley, or Batman getting tickled by the old, uh, the sirens. I wonder what they're trying to say. Uh, Batman The Imposter, number two. Uh, there's a Libra Mejo variant on that. I mean, it almost doesn't look Libra Mejo. It looks a little uh, different. The man is a man of many styles. He's not just about hyper-realism. Um, I mean, probably my favorite cover that he's ever done, no doubt my favorite cover, cover that he's ever done, my favorite cover of the entire year last year, was very uh, kind of skewed off from his normal what you see. And this is another one of them normal, not really normal from what you see from Bermejo's. Um, now is it Detective 1027? No. No, it's not. But, but, good stuff. And who do we got on the cover there? Huh? Huh? Um, I don't know. It looks like a cop. It's definitely a cop unless they got a jacket of a cat. Oh, the possible twist that could be within this story. Um, Batman Oyben Legends number nine. Uh, one, two, three covers on this one. Oh, look at that. Ricardo Federici. Uh, Federici? Federici. It's Federici. Oh, man, that's good. Damn, that's good. What is going on? Is that Azrael? I can't tell. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's Azrael. There's a lot going on. In this, uh, are you guys, you guys want to take a little nappy poo? You want me to hear, you want to hear an essay? I can tell you an essay about what's going to happen in this story. But I'm not gonna, because I have respect for you and traffic and your lives. Crush and Lobo number, I'm not saying this book looks boring or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, uh, that's, that's a lot to read. And there ain't no pictures. I mean, there's the one picture, you know, but, uh, <laughs> 
I'm a fucking simp. Uh, Crushing Lobo number six. That's still happening. Oh, what's going on there? There's that little alien chick all up in it. Hmm. Looks like uh, Space Vegas, baby. Let's see. A madcap bounty hunt across the galaxy. There's nothing without a little romance. Crush's search for Lobo is getting pretty demoralizing. So, when a sad alien girl mistakes Crush for a blind date, why not go along with it? And relive every bad relationship choice Crush has ever made? And still find Lobo before her prison monitor blows her to bits? I don't know, I thought she had a little lady friend too. Made that kind of insignificant all of a sudden. Um, you whore. Yeah, whore. Oh, don't sex shame. Maybe it's an open relationship. You know, maybe it is. Maybe it is. You know. Um, you don't know who I'm calling a whore. You know? Maybe You know, you don't know. Oh, uh, look at that Nicole Goo cover. Oh, <laughs> 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 that's pretty bad. I don't know. Is that supposed to be Crush? She looks like Simpsons yellow. I know, I get it, like, Vegas, baby, you know, lights and what have you, but, oh, man, I don't have a cow, man. Oh, Mariko Tamaki's doing this? Ah, oh, fuck, if I would've known that. Jeez. No, now, now I'm legitimately interested. I, first of all, I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of my way of saying, I don't give a shit about this book, but uh, now all of a sudden, you know, and that's the difference, people, find a creator you love. Or at least just learning the love, and then bam. Broaden your horizons. Following your creators. That's why I have Creator Corner episodes. You know? So you know what creators to follow. Um, uh, the easy pick of the week this week, people, is uh, Dark Knights of Steel. You know, um, Tom Taylor, you may have heard of him. Yasmin Putri, you may have heard of her. You know, you may recognize Yasmin Putri from a book that I said not too long ago. And also, uh, one of the, the greatest Poison Ivy stories of all time, Cycle of Life. No, no, I take that back. I take that back. That was Clay Man. What the fuck was it that she did? Oh, now I feel silly. I know that she does an amazing Poison Ivy. That's what I know. Where the fuck is that image? Hmm... I'm not going to look it up. Uh, but, we're, okay, so here's the deal. Here's why I think this is the, the no-brainer spec book of the week. It's because it's just a matter of time, people. I know. Um, I, did, I mean, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Injustice is getting an animated movie. You know, Then it's a matter of time before we get a deceased animated movie. If not even an animated... Nah, nah that's, that's, that's cut out to be a movie. A two-parter, though. Definitely a two-parter, um, uh, but uh, I mean, so and does, is that skyrocketing the value of the books? No, but they're dwindling up. And then once they see the oh, this story's it's, it was well well reviewed cinematically to some sense. Let's uh, let's get all Henry Cavill's and Batflex back. You know, let's uh, let's send them to the round table. And uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Anything's freaking possible these days and if you want to talk about potential based off of pure storyline anything that tom taylor does just know that he is an easy bet um just like fuck i, I would even say more so than jeff lemire you know um you want a storyline that's easily needed to be adapted fucking tom taylor 
fucking Dark Knights of Steel. Now, no, anybody else on the planet were doing this. I mean, with the exception of maybe John Lehman. Um, no. I'm not reading this. Uh, I would find it to be lame. Because it's not my genre. But you know what is my genre? Tom motherfucking Taylor. This book is gonna sell... I'm gonna say easily. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 120,000 copies. I am. I'm gonna say this 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 book sells 120,000 copies. Does that mean? Does that make it super spec worthy? No, no. Um, but what it does is it gets the uh, the eyes going. No, I mean it it does, it does not in the beginning is what I mean to say. Because that's I mean I'm talking long term at this point. Um, but you never know. You never know. It could be a book that people take for granted. They're like, oh, psh, everybody's going to order this book. And then they show up on Wednesday and they're like, but this book isn't here. And shop's going to be like, but dude, you're an idiot and you should have pre-ordered it. And you're going to be like, well, don't call me an idiot. And he's be like, well, it's my store. I could do whatever I want. You know, you idiot for not ordering a surefire Tom Taylor hit. Now, have fun at eBay. I would never say that. Tarl would never say that. But I've witnessed stores say that. I mean... It's, 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 nah, maybe not those words exactly, but yeah, you, you, you can, you can smell that energy. You can, you could totally smell that energy. Um, I, I'm not going to name names. I'm not, and I could name names, but I'm not gonna. So, uh, <laughs> Dark Knights of Steel. I talked a lot about it because it's an important book. And how about that Joshua Middleton cardstock variant? How about that 250 copy minimum order? Good lord. Jeez, who's doing that? Wayne Reynolds. Wayne Reynolds, this man that I've never heard of before. Not making him any... Not making... Meaning he's insignificant. I'm just saying usually you'd get like an art germ or a, uh, a clay man, if you will. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm talking like this. Um, <laughs> maybe because that's how I picture the man named Wayne Reynolds would talk. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Um, yeah, well, fuck. And then there's a 1 in 25 by Yasmin Putri. Bingo. Yeah, big time. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's like a character fucking card. Jesus Christ, they're going to be collectible. Uh, Trinity, there will be three. Uh, there will be, there might be twelve. Oh, I wonder if this is going to be one where he kills everybody. Look at me just talking out loud to myself to you guys, making you listen to it. And we're moving forward. DC Horror Presents Soul Plumber, number two. Um, yeah, no, this is more of the last podcast on the left. I'm, I gotta get around to that number one. Real, real quick before I make any decisions on number two, because... You know, I mean, you've never read anything from these guys before, and you've listened. I mean, once again, I'm I'm talking to myself. I've never read anything from these guys before, and I've listened to their podcast, and I like the overall premise of their content, but some of their delivery is, well, um, I find it to be kind of just not my flavor. Let's put it that way. I don't want to use the word cringy. Um, it, it just kind of to me. I don't. I don't think it's overall cringy. I'm just a comedy snob. Let's put it that way. I'm a comedy snob, and these guys, well, they, uh, well, here I go again. They're, 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 they're I don't know, they, they, they try. I mean, they're good. A lot of their stuff is really good and natural, sure, but a lot of stuff is also, I feel like it's kind of rehearsed, you know? 
you know, like cue laugh track in a way. I don't know. Like I said, I'm a I'm a podcast comedy snob, um, but uh, yeah, I still listen um, fairly religiously. So what's that say? What's that say? It could be good. It could be really good. Um, I, I know it made a key collector pick. That's that's, that's got to be something, right? Um, but they're Hollywood. They could have just slipped them a few nickels too. You never know, people. I'm kidding, but I might be. I don't know. I'm not kidding. Um, uh, um, uh, ahoy. Ahoy, another company distributed by Lunar. We got Edgar Allan Poe, Snifter of, what is it, Death? Yes, Death. Number two. Gotta love it. Oh, look at that. It's Santa Clausy. It's a little early for that, huh? Ah, uh, Gods of Brutality. Number three. Uh, oh, fuck, why did I yawn? Gods of Brutality. That's silly. Um, I, I like the first issue. Did I love it? I but uh, <laughs> I did like it enough to not drop it. I want to see where which Woodall and Mark Wessler, Wilser, sorry, uh, take this. You know, uh, number two is an important issue. It's not all about number one. Number two is probably the most important issue if you were to ask me. Because if they can they can continue pace or and even elevate the story in issue two and not slow it down and go well, if you liked all that other stuff. Hold on while we take a breather, because we're going to have to figure out some other stuff that's just as good. Um, meanwhile, here's issue number two. I don't I don't like that. And I've seen that. It's what made me drop something as killing the children. You know, shame to say that, but, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a 10 copy uh, unlockable on this Gods of Brutality as well. Uh, Green Lantern, number eight. Uh, just the cardstock on this one, so... Um... You could have already read the story. Joker presents a puzzle box number four. Uh, yeah, oh, this one's a this one. This is a Chip Zarsky cover, right? It's still Matthew Rosenberg. Yes, it is. Look at that Zarsky cover. But you want to know what's super dope? Easily my cover of the week, strictly based out of pure bias, is going to be the uh, the Ryan Brown on this one. Um, you don't see enough Professor Pig people. You know, that's one reason why I'm super stoked on uh, Arkham City, uh, Order of the World, because Professor Pig. Mm-hmm. And now this, and this cover, this cover, Jesus Christ, this cover. And it's not just Professor Pig, it's Scarecrow as well. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing fucking rendition. I don't want to say the word rendition, it makes it seem like it's his own, but it kind of is. But it's easily Scarecrow. This is so good. It's so good. Um, Ryan Brown is an absolute monster, and uh, both of them. There's two Ryan Browns in the game. There's one with an E and one with not. This is the one with not. And uh, I don't know, man. Are we at the end of the year? Fucking late runner for uh, cover of the year for myself? Quite possibly. Uh-huh. You might be getting the Brian cheersy. And what's that mean? Well, you might just have to find out later. Uh, stay tuned for that. Oh, there was something to this one here, eh? We only, uh... Northern Midwestern now. Um, it's, it's like I'm being possessed, I promise you. This is not intentional, what is going on. Oh, boy, come on. Come on, I opened up my phone to get some information for you guys, and here I am, just bombarded. Oh, fuck, come on, come on. I'm sorry. 
Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. Don't leave me. November 10th is when this is released. I know there's something to this Justin League, Justice League Incarnate. I read it in the news. Um, ba -ba -ba. Maybe not. Maybe not? I feel like that might be not true. Hmm. November 10th? Yeah, November's a... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, regardless, let's read Justice League Incarnate. I know I saw something. Uh, it's Justice, Justice League. <laughs> Joshua Williamson and Dennis Culver with Andre Bresson and Brandon Peterson. Um, I know there's something to this, damn it. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna see. Do they have it on the on the wrong date? I know there's there's a first appearance of somebody important, or that I feel may be important. I know I saw a first appearance in here. You son of a bitch, Doctor Multiverse. Look at that. Look at that. So once again, don't always uh, go by a key collector because they have it at the wrong release date. Um. Uh. But uh. Yeah. Fucking uh. Dr. Multiverse, that seems, that seems important. Like, there could be something to that, you know? Um, who loves a good multiverse switch-up? I do's, I do's. We got a, and this is a five-parter. Um, there's a pretty badass Jorge Fornes B cover on that. Jesus. Well, you know what that is. If we're talking multiverses, um, then you know we're talking, uh, Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not gonna read the, the the description here because it's a lot again, and you don't want that. Uh, one in twenty-five. Andre Brisson and Brandon Peterson cardstock. Ooh, who are you? Are you Doctor Multiverse? <gasps> are you a lady? Doctor Multiverse is a lady. <gasps> who saw that coming? He's got like the moon, on her, uh, on her, uh, chest. Um the stars on the rest of her chest yeah super Karen haircut but you know um I bet she fights good um after the shocking ending of Infinite Frontier anybody else shocked I haven't got around to it yet and her it was shocking uh Justice League Incarnate defends the dark here I go reading the multiverse from dark side across the infinite earths alright um I'll stop there cause like I said it's a lot I do, I, I mean, despite the the haircut, the Captain Marvel, I'm gonna change it up haircut. Um, uh, the the this the design of this character is really badass. Um, very promising. Hmm. That one in twenty five. That's gonna be a first cover appearance as well. You get a little bit. You get the fist there. You get that fist. Is it a wraparound? Well, if this is a wraparound and the cover appearance is on the back, that's a whole different thing. But I don't see anywhere saying wraparound. Uh, I bet you it's a connecting. I bet you that's what this is. This looks like it connects. I don't know. Who else would be there? Maybe not. I don't fucking know. That's speculation, people. It's, it's uh, uh, drawing hypotheses. It's not, it's not spewing fact. You're, 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 you're pulling from facts to draw your own conclusion. Um, I'm going to say that this looks like it would be set up as a wraparound, but now that I look at it, the part that would wrap around would probably be on the other side. So if anything, maybe. 
Maybe it's a connecting variant, but in the end, I'm going to come all the way back around to say, nope, that is not going to be a cover appearance, and um, it's, it's, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be that one in 25. So take that for what you will. I think that might not be a terrible um, pickup. You know, maybe uh, if you can get it on pre-order now, real cheap for like 30 bucks or something, I think you're going to do okay with that. I do. Um, might not be worth spending a uh, hundred bucks, 80 bucks, or whatever. To be perfectly honest, the 25 copies for me, with the one in 25 incentive, um, and w with my discount. Uh, it cost me a total of $66 and some change. So take that for what you will. You know, you can get the, the, the one in 25 for 30 or $40 all by itself, you know, third party, and hope it shows up okay and they don't cancel the order on you and blah, blah, blah. Or, or you could spend the extra few bucks, the extra 30 bucks maybe, find you a badass fucking retailer with a, a hell of a discount and uh, yeah, have that cover for the same price and then getting 25 copies of whatever combination of A's and B's that you want um, for uh, a heavily discounted price to resell and flip by. I don't know, man. That's just fucking what I do sometimes. You know, when I think uh, um, I want to, and there's a 1 in 25 that I want to stash away, send out to CGC or something like that. Um, continuing on, I'm just saying, this this might be a, you know, a lesson in economics for you on this book. We'll find out. Gambles, though. Everything like this with DC is a pure gamble. Marvel, you might have better luck, but um, yeah, overall, I'm going to say gamble. Um, Justice League Infinity, number five of a little seven-parter. Uh, Lunar Ladies, number three. That's from Scout Comics. Oh, look at Scout. Uh, what is... That? I don't know what that is. Nubia and the Amazons, number two. Mm -hmm. I, this is a six-parter. I think anything could happen in this series. I think it's all going to be very under underprinted. And then anything does happen, Krish Bloosh. Um, but once again... It's a gamble. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to gamble on the sake of a good story surrounded by a, uh, a badass creative team, once again. Uh, Robin and Batman. This is a little three-parter. Doesn't look... It's not blank label. All right. It's canonical. It's a... Uh, I think it's a look looking back of the... It's Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen. Come on. The legendary story of Batman and Robin has reached nearly mythic proportions. The crime-fighting dynamic duo, always one step ahead of the criminals they pursue and never meeting a case too big. This isn't that story. This is the story of a young Dick Grayson. Uh, I said Dick Grayson. <laughs> I'm not correcting that. Newly orphaned, now it's weird, struggling to find his way in a strange, difficult, dark new world. This is the story of Robin and Batman flipping it. The best-selling creative team, the remarkable young man learning to navigate an incredible new world. Uh, it's a $6 uh, price tag there, so I would imagine it's going to be slightly oversized. And only in three issues, in the end, it's probably going to turn out to be a nice little 90-pager. Uh, um, 
I dig it, man. I'm a hunter. I mean, it's Jeff Lemire. Once again, um, I probably wouldn't pick this up if, you know, it wasn't, Jeff Lemire wasn't on my short list of everything they do give a chance. Um, even if it seems like something that would be repetitive or whatever. No, there's one thing Jeff Lemire's not going to do is give you something rehashed. Um, no, he's, he's, it's going to be good, people. It's going to be good. That's a good one to speculate on. Slightly. Slight speculation on that. Oh, what do we got here for variants? We got a Jeff Lemire variant. Look at that. Look at a young dick. Um, <laughs> gross. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Out of context. That looks like a fucking, uh, one of them there evil Robins from the old, uh, Laffy Bats. See, that's such a better name than Batman Who Laughs. Laffy Bats. God. Yeah, sign me up, DC. I'm, I'm available. Um, who's, oh, Rafael Albuquerque. That would be why that's a, that's badass, man. I do dig that. God damn, that's cool. And then what do we got here? That's that's the one in twenty five. We got the one in fifty. Look at that. That's it's kind of like Scarface esque. More Dustin Nguyen. Damn, that's good. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Jesus, I dig it, man. I dig it. Um, Suicide Squad number nine. This apparently there's a new squad being led by Rick Flag. So what's this mean? Who knows? It's in Caligula Collector, Key Collector, but uh, um, I mean, even I, I just I don't. I mean, I'm gonna have it. I don't have to add anything. Um, I'm probably not gonna add more than what's gonna already be in my collection, though. You know. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna get my hands on it, and then uh, I'll read it, and I'm gonna try to jump on it real quick because if it feels like something that could potentially be, you know. Badass. Once again, people, it's DC though. It's it's it, it, everything feels so right to want. You know, I mean, it, everything feels like low hanging fruit. But in the end, um, there aren't very many DC books that took the fuck up. Think, of, I want you to think of the last book that caught you by surprise with DC, and then think of the reason why. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what it was. It was Batman Urban Legends number six, and was it because of a first appearance? No, no, unless that appearance is out of a metaphorical closet. You know, it's it's an event. It's a thing happening that's that's getting people wowed by DC. It's not their characters. I mean, because face it, beyond Punchline, you know, people thought Flatline was going to be the shit. I, I know Flatline is the shit. And that last issue of Robin is going to... It solidified that. Um, Alfred's approval means everything to the DC universe, dead or not. Um, but my, my, uh, it's just hard, it's hard with all, you know, and it's, it's, and I keep saying, you know, most of the speculation I talk about, I feel like it's DC, like even the Marvel stuff, I don't know, I'm way more confident about the Marvel stuff, but, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I say go big on with DC, yeah, you're holding it, but I find for good reason, you know, even if you hold on to this shit for 10 years, like think of the people that's been hoarding all their invincibles and how they're cashing in now. Um, am I saying that Flatline is the next Invincible? Fucking maybe. You know? Uh, I mean, really. I, 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 fucking maybe. I think she's gonna go a lot further than Punchline, and I think the only reason Punchline, uh, that, 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 that appearance, that, that book is as big as it is, is because nobody was reading Year of the Villain. Nobody saw it coming. 
And it was too late before it happened, before the news was out there and all the little people were fucking chirping around and shit. Um, and so, I mean, that's, that's what it takes. And that's what I'm saying. Low-key story that, you know, you fucking never know about. Those, those are your best... <sighs> I mean, gambles. We're talking speculation here, people. Um, Mattman78, number three. I heard from uh, my guy, new guy Ryan, over at the Cosmic Campfire on our last stream we did that this series is uh, rather true to itself. And I like hearing that. I'm not a Superman fan. I'm not. I mean, like I said, it's got to be Tom Taylor writing it for me to give two squirrely fucks. But, uh, I mean, I tried with Brian Michael Bendis but only because going into Superman, Brian Michael Bendis was my former favorite writer, and then I don't know changed. Um, I mean, no disrespect to him. It's more so people have risen more than he's fallen, but it is a combination of both. Lopsided, but yes. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, Lee Weeks cardstock variant on the Superman 78. Uh, Swamp Thing, number nine. Uh, ooh, look at that. That was a badass cover. And then, oh, pff, an even badder asser cover. Who's that? M. Gist? Who is you? Who's M. E. M. Gist? E. M. Gist? Gist? Mm hmm. Alright. I like it. Um, Rom V. Uh, that, that's fucking. Uh, I forgot that Rom V was writing this series. When this is all said and done, I'm gonna do me a little swamp thing dive. Mm-hmm. Dive into the swamp, if you will. <laughs> Teen Titans Academy, number eight. I do believe we're getting um, an origin of uh, <laughs> one of the characters from this book. Nope, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of Strange Academy. Never mind. But I will say this. Uh, wait, hold on. Has that not happened yet? Fucking... Okay, no, never mind. Um, eventually, we should be getting that Gorilla Grodd issue, right? Meanwhile, this is the Halloween issue, and that's that's exciting. Uh, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this? Who is this in the shadows in the foreground in the foreshadows? It's Halloween at the Academy. That means homecoming is fast approaching. With the freshmen excited about getting in touch with their spooky sides. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pause for a second. I. I am tired of the word spooky. Um, maybe it's just because I'm in podcasting, and I feel, uh, and I, I don't. I'm not calling any of my podcasting fellow friends out. I'm not. It's just uh, I feel like it's this trend in October. Just like how everybody changes their logo to rainbow for a month, all of a sudden they're spooky this and spooky that and we're the spooky durga 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 dur podcast instead of just the durga durga dur podcast um and uh as somebody that you know consumes a lot of media yes we get it it's fucking halloween everything's fucking halloween um uh but there's there's one word that's just for whatever reason has wore down on me and it's spooky um you know what word's not spooky to me spooky you know, um, I don't, I'm sorry. This rant is for another podcast. Listen to the Real Brains podcast. It's, it's somewhat back now if you want stupid rants like this. Anyway, the freshmen excited about getting in touch with their spooky sides. The faculty, again, grapples with the scary threat posed by their rogue student, the mysterious Red X. Luckily, this time, the Titans have help from some old friends who have long last come home. Who was that feller with all the spikes on his shoulder in the 
the shadow in the front there. And why doesn't little, uh, oh, Greg, Gorilla Greg, I'm remembering their names. See, the book's effective, people. It's effective. You know, these characters are resonating, and you're finding the ones that you like. Um, Dennis, did, I, I, I don't know. All of a sudden, it's just like Dennis Miller's. Am I being possessed? Is he dead? Somebody Google if Dennis Miller's dead and if he's reanimating himself lately. Yeah, wrong type of comic, dude. Um, I don't know what's going on with me. I haven't, I don't, uh, whatever. Um, cool. Cool, he said. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I am digging this series. Look at that fucking B cover. That's neat. Oh, it's got an arrow there. Oh, I know who you might be. I know who you might be. You're the, you're the, you're, you're, you're the, you're the, the one with the arrow that's red. You know, what's your name? I forget, because I don't read a lot of DC. This is why I'm trying to jump into this. I never jumped into fucking Teen Titans and Titans and all of that stuff. I'm super ignorant to all of that shit. So when I got a chance at, like, a Teen Titans Academy, you know, huh, I'm learning. I'm learning. And you can, you don't have to go back and do a whole lot of back reading. If you do enough reading in the future, then you just start figuring shit out, you know, slightly. Okay, that's all for Lunar. Wow, we went deep into Lunar. Um... Hmm. All right. I'm going to uh, uh, take a... Am I going to take a break? No, I'm not going to take a break. I got uh, fucking previews. Previews world is where we're going to go next. Um, but I will say one thing. I am going to pause for a moment and uh, lubricate my throat. So for those of you misophonics like myself out there, you don't have to listen to me slurp because I'm mighty thirsty. And I'm back. And through the magical power of editing... And I'm back. Through the magical power of editing, could you even tell I was gone? So I really don't know what the fuck has possessed me today, people. Um, alright, let's, uh, let's do the diamond thing. The diamond thing. The stuff that you have to pre-order. You get till Monday to order it. You know, you get till the 11th. But I don't suggest you wait that long. Sometimes you might find yourself waiting that long because there may be cover reveals that aren't necessarily released yet. And they wait till the last very second to release it because they like to keep you in suspense. Um, so, yeah. Just know that as I record this, not everything is finalized through a previous world yet. There may be some subtractions or adjustments. Um, but, uh, yeah. Just know that for the, the most part, about 95% of it is, uh, pretty true to what to, uh, actually expect. So, let's get down to it. Let's start with the... Oh, I got the hiccups now. I shouldn't have drank that water so fast. I told you I was thirsty. Vault. Vault Comics. We got Blue Flame number five. Mm-hmm. Couple covers on this one. This is a book that I, uh, I, I, I feel like would not be a bad speculative series. I, I feel like this might be Vault's great superhero. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, admittedly, I'm, I'm a couple issues behind. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, yeah. But it's not much catching up to do. It's not. And I, I really did love the first two issues. Uh, maybe I'm only one behind. Has four come out yet? I wouldn't know. Or, I mean, maybe I would know. But I wouldn't remember for sure because I'm behind. What is this? World of Darkness Crimson Thaw number two? All right. There you go. Um, I think that's already a, a, a universe in itself. So if you're a World of Darkness fan, there you go. You got another uh, a thing. But you missed number one, possibly. You gotta go back and get that. Um, that's it. Just those two comics from Vault this week. Let's uh, 
not not actually a lot though we don't have anything from scout we don't have anything from valiant we don't have anything from source point um we don't have anything from second sight so yeah i mean that's a lot of scrolling and i wasted that valuable time talking and not scrolling uh behemoth yeah we're gonna go from vault all the way up to behemoth we've got watchdogs legion number one uh, so this is Sylvan Runeberg and Gabrielle Germain. What do we got here? London Calling. Uh, mass surveillance, private militias, bringing order to the streets, organized crime. The city of London has never, or wait, has become a symbol of, has become a symbol of widespread oppression and only its people can free it. A resistance movement bringing together genius hackers and insurgents ready for combat. DeadSec stands up to Free the city from the yoke of these profiteers. While investigating mysterious disappearances of the Kennington Oval Camp, journalist Lou Oh, a whole nother thing going on in this. Journalist Lewis Hartford will cross paths with Adam Logan, known as Spiral, a London DJ whose music has become a symbol of revolt together. Oh, and with other companions, oh, good thing they didn't add those into the description, in misfortune, they will have to infiltrate the spheres of power to unravel the truth. Um, quick, what did they say at the beginning? Uh, it was London calling. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking, sh oh, it's a game, that's why. <laughs> I thought I heard of watchdogs before, and then they started talking about hackers, that should have been my ding, but guess what? Remember how I said earlier I'm a simp? meant it um I, no i'm just not a gamer you know i'm aware of games you know i listen to to podcasts and i have f friends with lives that have time to play games i'm not a f I, I don't have a life people my life is delivering comic book um information to you and raising my family you know and i just uh just fucking video games just don't fit in there you know, and it's just, I don't have anything against them. Uh, if anything, if you ever hear me talking shit about video games, it's more so uh, because I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. I don't have the attention span for it anymore. It's all guilt. It's all just uh, self-loathing guilt. I'm just kidding. Um, what about that? Am I kidding? A one, two, three, four. What do we got here? We got a, it goes from an A to a B to a C to an F. That's not how I do my alphabets. Um, what's the F? It's a limited edition. Mm -hmm. Technically, every comic is limited edition. Well, is it? I mean, maybe not. No. Maybe they're like, no, we're only going to print 6,247 of these. Maybe that, okay, no, that's, that would make it limited edition. Um, hmm. All right, the back alley variant. I, I don't, I'm not going to lie, people, I don't see any art on this cover. It looks, I mean, do you have to be a robot to understand that? I don't know what those lines are supposed to represent. Is this an alien book, too? Am I having a stroke? Um, <laughs> swear to God, yesterday I smelt burnt toast and I got scared. Because uh, <laughs> my brain's been weird lately. But luckily, luckily, somebody just so happened to be burning some toast on the street. Um, because others smelt it as well. Or maybe my stroke was so powerful, others smelt it, but I caught it soon. And I was like, not today, stroke. 
Um, Aftershock. Uh, strokes are no joke, people. And I don't... Uh, I'm not making a lie. I'm somebody that's actually, like... Um, not officially being diagnosed, but a doctor was like, I don't know, sounds like a fucking stroke to me. Um, <laughs> I'm just a stubborn asshole. So, um, I can make jokes. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I was misdiagnosed. Aftershock, what is this? Heathens, number one, done by Colin Bunn. Oh, is this, a, is it scary? I bet it's kind of scary. There's skulls in it. There's skulls in the, 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 the thing, the title thing. I bet it's scary. Uh, Heath Amodio and Sa Sammy Sami Cavella. All right, when evil—I <laughs> knew it—men and women escape from the depths of the eternal abyss, the pirate queen lady Schnick is—I don't know how you say that. That's not a, a thing—is uh, sent to retrieve them. But when one of history's most notorious killers breaks free, oh my God, she needs help. Even her. Enter the heathens. Schnee. Lucky Luciano. Bumpy Johnson. I, I knew a guy named Bumpy Johnson. <laughs> what the fuck? Hold on, hold on, hold on. His name's Bumpy Johnson? <laughs> Nobody knows a guy named Bumpy Johnson. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to tell my fiance that we're, uh, we're going to have another kid. Boy or girl, Bumpy Johnson. Uh, Sophia the Golden Hand. Now that's a name. And Billy the Kid. Well, that's not very original. You're gonna go from Bumpy Johnson to Billy the Kid? You go from, look at all this originality. Look at this name. It looks like it's almost a curse word. But someone, like, shushed him in the middle. The name's like, shish, shish, shish. Oh, her name's shish. No, there's not I don't. I don't know what's going on there. Fuck, am I sure I don't smell toast? Um, from hell they came to met out a justice as dark as their own tormented souls. Alright, they look like pirates, and cowboys, and dandy ladies, and detectives. Oh, it's, it's one of those. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Honestly, as uh, goofy as I made that sound, I'm gonna check it out. Because it's Colin Bunn and Aftershock, and he's been doing some neato stuff. You know? Um, keeping it going. Anything from a blaze this week? Lara! What is this? It's Gillum March. Why have I heard that name before? I know that name. Uh, it's just called Laura. Um, oh, I know, I know where I know that name. Uh, Batman. Before his work on Batman and the hit Joker series. Yeah, well, Jesus, Brian. The reason why this didn't resonate with anything is because this does not look like anything somebody that did Batman would do. Um, but continuing on. Uh, before he created Carmen, this does look like something the person that created Carmen would do, though, so I, I, I digress. Um, there was the heartfelt story of Laura, the book that led Gillen March to the mainstream comics world. All right. Oh, okay. Suffering from the ever-painful experience of unrequited love... 20-year-old Laura takes a look at her life. Is the fact that the boy she has feelings for is in love with someone else mean there is something wrong with her? Um, it's one of them like, hey, for those of you that have shit that want to relate to comic book people's shit, this is, this is that. This is that. And those books do well. They do. Um, I'm not one of them people. 
I'm not one of them people. But uh, you know, you know, um, I fuck it could be more than, more than it sounds. But honestly, like it, it's just like some very normal looking girl with some real sadness in her eyes behind a, a school with no wizards or fireworks or fire or chaos. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is listed on Key Collector. So, who fucking knows? Uh, one, two, three covers here. The third, the, the blank is a $10 cover, and then there's a 1 in 25 FOC copy sketch art incentive. Um, there's not a, there's not an image here, but it being as it's sketch art, is it the same as the, uh, the one, I don't fucking know. Um, but there you go. I, I, I told you about it, so. Uh, boom. Boom Studios, a Buffy Vampire Slayers, number 31. Uh, there's a one, two covers there. Oh, getting dizzy. What is this? It's Boom Box. Oh, it's, it's for the littles. It's for the little ones. So, yeah. I mean, I know this podcast may not necessarily be, uh, children friendly, but I know that there's a lot of parents out there that, uh, read comics, and, I mean, is there anything better than fucking getting into comics with your kid? As I added a swear word into that sentence, a naughty language word. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it, it's been an absolute joy, you know? Kids gotta read 20 minutes a day according to the teacher. Here's a comic. Enjoy this. It looks like getting dizzy might be another one of them. Let's see what it's about. Dizzy wants to be the best. Fuck yeah, man. But in the case... I mean, I, I say that all the time. Do your best. But in the case of everything, she's tired. Including roller skating. This teen has only been able to achieve one thing. Disaster. Just when she's ready to pack it in, everything changes. When the negatrixies... Careful enunciating that word, people. Uh, <laughs> attack. Forcing her to take up the mantle of Burb Defender. <laughs> ah, but if she wants to save the world, she's going to have to assemble the coolest skating crew in the Burbs. And uh, I'm going to stop you right there. There's no such thing as a cool skate crew. It's not a thing. And that's... That's how you know it's a comic book and not based off a true story. Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> let's see how many more people I can offend. Uh, there's two covers on this. It's a four-part miniseries. Not a huge investment, you know, for the little one. Uh, Magic the Gathering, number eight. Couple covers there. Few covers there. Three. Um, oh, there's a hidden spark variant. How hidden is it? It's right there. You can get it. You know? Um, Mighty Morphin, number 13. Three covers on that one. There is an FOC reveal variant. I do like that cover quite a bit. That is Michael Del Mundo. I gotta write this down. See, I wrote last week. I'm, I'm taking, I'm peeling. Remember last week when I wrote down, make sure you order Usagi number 23? Well, guess what I forgot to do. So on that same notepad, I'm gonna write MMPR number 13. Del Mundo and uh, put it somewhere different this time. Um, how about right there on my camera? Bam. <sighs> Alright, and now no creeps can look in. Uh, but the, So yeah, no, I mean, it's fucking Ryan Peratt. Yeah, killing it. I am behind on the Power Rangers series and I say that with much shame. Um, it really has been good. There's no reason for me to not be caught up on it other than the fact that it got dense a couple of weeks and I fell behind a couple of weeks and this is one of the ones where it's not 
I mean, I can go back and really read it anytime, but I'd rather be current because I actually have a lot of, um, you know, fellow comic nerds like myself uh, that are super into this series. And it's so often that so many people alike are all into the same type of thing. Um, IDW. We've got just a little bit. Marvel Action Classic, Spider-Man 2-in-1, number 4. Star Trek Mirror War, number 2. And the best of... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, April. Yep, haven't seen that one yet. We've seen... We saw Casey Jones before. We saw April O'Neil. Um, look at that. Yeah, man, I mean, fuck, I kind of wish that I would have been all on all of these. You know, would have been cool. I would have liked to read the best of... But in my eyes, I'm like, I don't know why I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. It seemed like an awesome thing. Um, that, but that's all from Dark or Indie. This IDW. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Now I double clicked. Oh my God. It's all breaking. It's all breaking. Now I'm gonna go back and do the thing. We're gonna do the fucking thing. And Dark Horse. Here we go. Uh, critical Role. Vox Machina. Origins. Part three. Number four. Um, we got a we got a Hellboy here, Hellboy Bones of Giants number four. It's nice to see something go more than two issues from Hellboy, or even three for that matter. Four, that's nice and solid. Uh, last flight out number three. Oh, I would imagine number two's any day now. I got number one coming from Nerds Forever, and you know what I didn't do, people? I didn't go to their website and buy them out. Yes, there are multiple copies. You might even be able to still go to 307 Nerds Forever now and check out uh, the, the, the Last Flight. I'm not guaranteeing it's there, but it's a sold-out copy everywhere else. All of the speculators um, have already drooled all over their copies, so fuck, their, even their copies are useless at this point. Um, it's It's got a lot of potential. I can't wait to read mine. Um, I, I mean, I could say from my perspective um, soon that, yes, the potential is there. But um, it, it feels just like every everybody that has checked that hasn't said anything bad about it. So, yeah, well, so number two, like I said, I think that's coming out real soon. And uh, number three, just well, something like this, it's never too late to add it to your pull list, people. It, it, it's never too late. Um, better late than never. I know it's cliche, but fuck. Uh, Lucky Devil, number four. Uh, there you go. Uh, Orphan and the Five Beasts, number three. This one seemed to have been on a hiatus for a while. But, hmm, this one—I don't know. It just looks great. It seems like it's got a lot of, a lot of potential to be some sort of animated something at the very least. Uh, Stranger Things Winter Special, a little seven-dollar one-shot for you there. A uh, couple of covers. I don't know what the case cover looks like, um, but uh, yeah, there you go. There's your, there, those are the Dark Horse books that you have to order by Monday. Now let's wrap up the indies. Um, all right. A Thing Called Truth, number one. Now, what is this? From Iolanda... Hold on. Iolanda. Iolanda. Zanfardino. Iolanda Zanfardino. Iolanda Zanfardino. There we go. Phonics, am I right? Uh, Elisa Ramboli. Mm, Ramboli. Can't even get that right. A chaotic LGBTQ road trip. A workaholic scientist who wants to save the world from a woman who fears nothing but discovering her own destiny, but themselves find them mixed up and chaotic on the road adventures through Europe. Will they manage to find a middle ground between their opposing ways of life? At least for long enough to complete their mission? 
And could this trip lead to an unexpected romance? I'm going to say based off that leather jacket and that haircut. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, jeez, Brian. Um, yeah, there you go. One, two, three covers there. The third being a blank. Uh, will this book do something? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's a five-parter, you know, so it's it's set up to be, you know, designed to be a possible movie if, you know, it goes forward that way. Five, six issues, you know, that's, that's how that goes. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, am I going to pick it up? Oh, no. No, I don't care. I, I really... Is it the LGBT? No, it's not that. Fuck. I, I mean, I'm reading Killer Queens, so fuck off. Um, it, it's, it's really the fact that I, I just, I mean, um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any, uh, ties to any of the creators behind this. It's not, this one's just not for me. That's all. Um, now with that being said, it's probably going to blow the fuck up. It's probably going to be the biggest thing since, uh, uh, stray apartment of killing the kids. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Firepower number 17. That's, that's due to be ordered. Jump on any time now. Inkblot number 13. Fuck, that's still going? I'm going to have to stop that one. And it's not because it's bad people. It's just because, I mean, I might have already now that I think about it. I just haven't got, I never got around to reading it. That's all it is. Um, but, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, ba ba. I don't know. It felt like it could have been cool. You never know. Um, the Me You Love in the Dark, number four. Oh, number three is very close to the top of my stack this week, people. Uh, the only reason it's not at the top of my stack is because there's other things I need to determine. This book is not going anywhere on my pull list. It's it's staying here forever, and I hope it never ends, even though it's only a five-parter. Um, New Burn. Now, this is, this is one. This is one. Now, originally, I read the... Uh, well, let me, let me, let me, let's, let's play a game here. Easton Newburn is a private detective without loyalties, investigating conflicts between rival crime factions while collecting enemies along the way. In this debut issue, a man is murdered after stealing from his own mafia family, but they aren't the ones who ordered the hit. Okay, now let me ask you this. Does that sound groundbreaking? Does that sound like the, the next big thing? No. I'll continue. Written by Chip Zarsky, and I'll stop. And just like that, this book is on your pull list. That's that's what I mean, people. Follow your favorite creators to the stuff that you would least expect. Because your favorite creator, more than likely, is your favorite because they they, they, they do other things, you know? Um, Chip Zarsky is easily like a top ten writer out there right now. And the only reason I say top ten is because... There's, I, I could probably put together my own top 50. Um, there, there's, there's amazing talent out there, people. Uh, and uh, Zarsky is one of those people, you know. I mean, if you like one of his things, you're probably going to like most of his stuff. Um, I can't, it's not always everything, uh, but most of it. And I think this is a safe thing. I mean, I see people speculating on this. This feels like it's something that could easily be de developed. You know, not a whole lot of CGI and a... Uh, mafia crime drama, but uh, yeah, you know, um, I'm honestly I wasn't gonna grab it, and then I saw Zarsky's name, and I probably 
One for me, one for the box, because, you know. Um, what do we got for covers here? Uh, two. Just two. There you go. Who's the Lote? What is that? Tula Lote? There you go. That's actually kind of a cool cover. Um, uh, now, we got another one that you could possibly... Uh, oh, shit. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Phenom X. Okay. So, done by John Leguizamo. You may not recognize John Leguizamo from any comics, but uh, you may well know him as The Pest. And in my eyes, I was like, John Leguizamo's doing a comic... I want to read The Pest, but this is not The Pest. Wrongfully imprisoned and desperate to regain his freedom, Max Gomez agrees to become a subject in an underground government experiment. Where have I heard this before? When the trial gives him phenomenal... <laughs> see what you did there. Shape-shifting abilities, Gomez learns his new freedom requires surviving a super-powered war fought on the streets of New York City. Um, now... Now, uh, ho Hollywood jumping all up into comics after they've already had their dick all up in Hollywood. Is this is this going to be a berserker? Is this going to be a uh, mother of madness? We don't know. Those are two very opposite ends of the spectrum. Now, where do I land on this? Um, honestly, I feel like this is going to be a surprise. Um, Aram Rappaport and Joe Misiak, art by Chris Batista. I'm gonna give you, the, you know, the, the, the creative team. Not super familiar names, you know. Not nobody's in there. Uh, but uh, yeah. So here, this is the thing, though. The uh, undisclosed, as of the time I record this cover. Ooh, it's a seven-dollar book. Oh, wee woo. It's done by Todd McFarlane. So Todd McFarlane and John Leguizamo. Where does that? combination. Oh, because John Leguizamo was the clown? Oh, well this all makes sense. Um, yeah, look at us putting puzzle pieces together. Uh, no, honestly, this is one that I'm definitely going to order two of. You know, originally, I mean, the premise of the book, um, yeah, we've, we've heard the I'm going to volunteer for my country and dirk 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 I mean, you either like Captain America or you don't. But, you know, I mean, but then you bring into the fact of shape-shifting. Shape-shifting could go so many different ways. Like, are we shape-shifting into a pail of water? Are we shape-shifting into a Tyrannosaurus... Something else. It's cool. Power Ranger. Bam. A Tyrannosaurus Power Ranger. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Power Rangers already had a Tyrannosaurus. See, I... Uh, this is why I don't write comics. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it could be so much cooler than even that thing I just said. You know? Um, I, I don't know. I haven't read any previews of this, but I do know that I will be picking up uh, two A's and a B. No, I'll be picking up an A and two B's. That's how I'll be. I'll be Abba. 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 Um, yeah, I'll be stuttering my way through this, uh, through that pre-order. It's, it's fucking... Yeah, man. I don't know. Seven dollar book though. Ah, oh, shit. How many? It better be a lot of pages. Uh, silver coin. Mm-hmm. That's still going, baby. You thought it was gonna be a little five parter, but nope. It is now an ongoing. And Joshua Williamson gets a story. Oh fuck yeah. Oh my god. A million times yes. A million times. What do we? That it's a Daniel Warren Johnson. Oh no, it's not. James Heron. Look at everybody wanting to be Daniel Warren Johnson. I'm not saying ah, that sounds disrespectful, but at the same time, um, very reminiscent of his style. That's unique, up close and blown up, but 
I mean, that, with that being said, that's a cover that I want. I would want that cover. I wouldn't be mad if my shop accidentally switched up the A and the B cover for me. I, mean, I wouldn't be mad. Um, and then uh, uh, Walking Dead Deluxe number 26. I got our three covers there. And then finally, um, now here's the deal. I, I fucked up last week, people. I... <laughs> What's the furthest place from here? You know, the the, the it, it's already like a ninety-five thousand print run plus big, big. Um, that being said, the deluxe vinyl edition with the yellow. Um, oh, fuck, <laughs> get your hands on it because it's already that that version before the the any of the others um, already gone into a second printing. Um, I saw Matthew Rosenberg put up a post today saying I'm doing everything in my power to make sure anybody that could possibly want this vinyl that missed out is going to have an opportunity to get it. And I am not missing this one. Um, I will have the white or silver or whatever that is. But yeah, there you go. Um, now, I know I'm not done with the uh, FOCs here, but I am going to um, pause it again here for just a second because I have been talking nonstop and uh, I will get to the Marvels. And here we are with the Marvels. <laughs> oh, look at that. Um, all right. So uh, let's see here where to start. Uh, you know, I think I would have prepared a little bit better. Huh? Um, just kidding. I'm all about that preparation. Ah, amazing Spider-Man, number 78 point. Hey, baby. I think that's beyond. Remember that, guys? Hey, remember that? How old are you? Hey, baby. Jed McKay is doing this one. Now, if you're not aware, what the hell's going on with Amazing Spider-Man lately? I am ashamed to say I have not uh, read this latest not Nick Spencer issue. Um, but uh, I, I definitely, I'm interested now as far as going right into the whole 78 point. Blah, 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 um, I, I don't like the points. I, I, I don't like those. Just do the... I don't know. I guess it does kind of make sense in a way instead of doing a miniseries. But, uh, I don't know. It makes numbering difficult. and It makes you wonder how important something might actually be to it. Because it's like, hey, I mean, why not just make that the next issue? You know? Um, but what the fuck do I know? I don't run a Marvel Disney thingy. Or or anything of nothing like that. So I mean, uh, and that's that's why we sometimes, as uh, appreciators of this medium, just have to close our fucking mouths and go, well, you know, they, they probably know what they're doing. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we're gonna be slightly annoyed. Um, I'm looking at something here. Uh, huh. Right, I'm looking 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 at this cover. Of this 78-point a bay bay, and the placement here on the uh, on, on the uh, the center male chesticle here, um, the, the the spider isn't typically there. It's usually uh, more more centered. Um, what's going on? Am I that far out of the loop with Spider-Man's costume change? Is it still Ben Riley? I would imagine so. What is it? Oh, the Daughters of the Dragon. I remember you. Remember that? Remember Daughters of the Dragon? It's been a minute. Alright, now here's the deal with this book. It's the first appearance, I believe, of uh, the Beyonder. Because, you know. Uh, let's just uh, triple check. I know I'm all over the place today, people. Is it? Oh, maybe not. Maybe another thing is the first appearance of the Beyonder. Oh, no, there it is. I remember. Or Obsidian Star, the Beyonder. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, yeah, it's a bad guy. And you know how, uh, how iffy a bad guy spec can be. 
You know, it's either going to be huge or it's going to be nothing uh, for 30 years. And then um, some hipster comic book fan's going to be like, hey, fucking Darkhawk, bruh. And uh, everyone's going to be like, oh, shit, fucking Darkhawk, after they're done flipping their bottles. And I'm not talking shit or any. I, I'm just, I'm talking shit, but I'm, I, I'm really not. Like I said, I'm just kind of bored behind the mic today, and I, I got all types. I didn't, I didn't stream yesterday. That's what it is. That's what it is. I didn't stream yesterday. It's all pent up in me. Um, Black Panther number one. You gotta order that. What's going on here? John Ridley. Yes, new creative team. New direction. I like John Ridley. Um, Juan Cabal. Look at this. Look at this team. Alex Ross still doing the Black Panthers cover. This freaking wraparound from Alex Ross. Good lord. Look at Storm in the, like, the big center piece there but if she will well, technically would be the back cover if you look at all oh, that's just you know this is a beautiful piece of art but if you were to fold this over storm's appearance is very uh hindered huh huh um no uh, this is this is awesome though it really is awesome art um buy two of them and put them together up on your wall um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a Black Panther number one. I mean, there's nothing, like, right out the gate saying, oh, it's fucking new Black Panther person. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that nothing is going to happen or there's no potential for something happening. Um, you know, some stuff is kept under wraps, you know? They, they, they like, uh, sometimes they like a big surprise, too. You know? Um, now, as far as covers go for this, we got a one. We got our uh, Todd Knock headshot. We've got our Natisse Games variant. That's very nice. Um, the the Ramita Junior. We got a we got a Scotty Young. You never know with the Scotty Young. You know, sometimes it turns into a book that will never surpass cover price. Not not usually less than that though. And then sometimes it's uh the 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 next big book. You know. You never knew. You never know. Uh, Black Panther Legends, number two. They're, they're kind of retelling the origin of Black Panther, so... Neato. Lots of Black Panther this week. Uh, one, two, three variants on this one. Or three covers on this one. Um, to be ordered through Diamond. Um, I really do wish that previews would give us pictures of the incentives available. Um, so that we can... Yeah. Uh, because a lot of times that's that's where the speculation's at as well. Uh, but you know, I mean, it's it's a lot harder for me to say go big on something if there's not a prize at the end end of the rainbow that makes it worth it sooner than having to hold. You know what I mean? We talked about this. Dark Ages number three. I um I I just got done reading Dark Ages, uh, and Jesus Christ. It's it's this is it, people. This is the series. This is the series. Who knows what the hell is going to come out of this uh, issue three? I, I I really don't know. Um, but you know, pff, there's 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 lots of characters still alive, and uh, lots of potential. This is this is an amazing an amazing series. This is one of those things where I hope he does. Okay, yeah, sure, it's a six issue series, but then let's let's do another one, and let's do another one. You know, I don't know. I mean, uh, he he's he's creative. He can figure it out. It's good though. My is it my new favorite Tom Taylor thing? 
Oh, if you guys could see my eyes right now, they're spinning. Uh, Darkhold Wasp. Here's what I like about this. This is done by a color artist. Written by a color artist, Jordi Belair. Introducing the Irredeemable Wasp. Renowned colorist and writer Jordi Belair, I said that, makes her Marvel writing debut with a story that will make you shrink in fear. Bidden to draw fourth five archetypal... Archetypal? Archetypal? Hmm. Uh, heroes... Huh, I can't picture that word. Or visualize? Mm, visual, you don't visualize with your ears, do you? Remember hearing? I don't know. Uh, okay, try again. Bid the draw forth five archetypal heroes. The Scarlet Witch chose Janet Van Dyne as the artist. The hero whose ingenuity and strength of will could prove the linchpin in the coming battle against... <laughs> To enter dimension, I love it when they just like put a bunch of random Cthulhu-looking letters together and call it a thing. Uh, to enter Hrothan's dimension and face his... Oh, that's a person? Darkness head-on, the wasp... What? Read from the ill-fated Darkhold text, and it drove her insane. Now her entire life is subject to question. Janet is no stranger to mental illness. She spent years trying to redeem ex-husband Hank Pym despite his violent breakdowns. But now, she has the power to reclaim her story and fight back. Belair brings you the most twisted comic you'll read this year. Okay, wasn't gonna do it. Now I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna... Where's the thing that I wrote the thing on? Okay, now I'm going to write Darkhold Wasp. See, oftentimes if I get into like a little event thing, um, I'm, I'm all or nothing. But I'm kind of being a little picky with the Darkhold stuff. You know, just the stuff that really stands out to me. And now all of a sudden this sounds amazing. You cannot end a book with the tagline, the most twisted comic you'll read this year, knowing what has come out this year, and not expect me to at least see what Disney's going to try to do. Because... Um, and you know what? Janet Van Dyne doesn't get enough love. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, I don't hear a couple covers there. We got a Fantastic Four anniversary tribute. Oh, boy. Um, okay, 60 years ago, Stan and Jack made history and brought you the beginning of the Marvel Age of Comics with the release of Fantastic Four. Number one. Now a bevy of Marvel's finest creators pay tribute to that monumental moment in reinterpreting page by page the story from the inaugural release as well as Fantastic Four Annual 3 in which the entirety of the Marvel Universe attended the wedding of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Whether these are stories you've never read before or tales that you're intimately familiar with, this is the perfect way to experience them anew. Yes. Duh. Yes. Seven bucks? Fuck it. Yeah. Totally. I mean... Guys, how often? How often? You know? Uh, what do we got for covers here? Just two. Look at you. I'm proud of you, Marvel. I'm, I'm, I'm real proud of you right now. Janice Vell, Marvel Tales. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and right off the bat say speculate on this book because there's not going to be many people ordering it. Meet the son of the greatest warrior, the Gallic... I, I don't mean to talk trash. I just mean, like, I don't know what the... Well, I guess... Peter David and Chris Cross kind of is the draw there. But who gives a shit about Janisville? 
Anyway, meet the son of the greatest warrior the galaxy has ever known as what? As we celebrate the ca- legacy of the House of Ideas with Marvel Tales. This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan favorite characters, features. Yes, we know what it does. We know what it does. Spawned in a test tube, Genesville now struggles to fill the boots of his late father, Marvel. The original Cree Captain Marvel. Genesis inherited Marvel's greatest gift, cosmic awareness, which might be enough to make him so mad if he didn't have Rick Jones along for the ride. Oh, and he's a freaky fucker right now. Um, well, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in Gamma Flight. Um, but right now, he's a freaky fucker. I guess the whole point of the thing is to unfreakify Rick Jones, so. Uh, he's probably not freaky fucker anymore. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, but sharing a body and switching places back and forth from the negative zone might drive them both crazy. The get ready for Peter's and Chris's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious, huh? It's hilarious. Featuring the Hulk, Wendigo, Moon Dragon, and Rick's estranged wife, Marlo. That sounds like a dude name. Um, is there something to this? Fuck, there might be something to this guy. I don't know. Who the fuck is Marlo? You know what? Let's do... Oh, that's right there. Reprinted stories featuring Genesis... Um, no. If it's all reprinted stories, then... Yeah. Wait, this is... What am I saying? Yeah, duh. No, there's nothing here. But, is there? I'm gonna say probably not. King the Conqueror, number four. Won two covers on that. Oh my gosh, these Del Mundo covers. Is Del Mundo my cover artist of the year? Guys? Fucking think about it. Think about it. I got you thinking right now, huh? Ah, there's one. What's this, uh, Cafu? Look at that cover. <gasps> Who is that? Oh, my gosh. He's going to stab her in the back. Oh, they're going to stab each other in the back. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's, that's clever. That's a great cover. I'm not gonna, that 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 really Kang has had amazing covers. I really look forward to going through and reading all five of these issues, and I'm not just saying that. Uh, Kazar, Lord, Lord, Lord of the Savage Land, number three. There you go. I don't really see much uh, information on this, but there you go. Take it for what you will. Um, a book that has, uh, honestly, I, I there's there's nothing in Key Collector. When's it come out? November. Yeah, there's nothing here in Key Collector, but. All you have to do is just read the description here to know that there's going to be a new bad introduced. Remember uh, um, uh, the Hunter's Moon? How that book took off to like 15 to almost 20 bucks? Um, Yeah, so that that guy was just kind of of a poof. I mean, not really a poof. He'll be back. You know, I mean, it's the new fist of Conchu. But um, he he was handled to the point where you don't really fear him all that much, I think. I have a feeling that the person that... Um, uh, Mark Spector is going to need to be fearing is going to be showing up in this uh, in, in this because listen listen guys listen Moon Knight's hidden enemy is revealed ha <laughs> fucking but revealed is not the same as caught also not the same as not being a first appearance and he soon finds mass beneath mass as he hunts his way after his new nemesis um, at the same time, Dr. Andrea Sturman pierce, pierces, pierces Moon Knight's uh, own mask and for the first time gets some honest answers. Huh. Open it up with all your problems and awareness. No, no, but here's the thing though, guys. Moon, Moon Knight's hidden enemy is revealed. 
Yeah, is it going to be anticlimactic? Who knows? But if you were to also also read the uh, the, the the previews, I believe I believe the previews, um, actually like the Marvel previews uh, issue thingy magazine catalog catalog uh, that came out. There, there's different. Uh, there's a different description that enticed me much more than this one. Like the, the I, I don't know. I, I just I really feel like this is probably the Marvel book. To, to, to go in on there's not really a there is a one in 25 I, I'll say that but it's not I mean it's, it's our Adams it's, it's good but it, I don't think it's going to be one that people are going to be busting balls over you know so I don't I'm not I don't know how big you want to go on this but I mean look first of all first of all look at the cover I mean Steve McNiven on that cover that's oh they're chains I'm just no good I had to click on it and look at it like six times I thought it was like guts um, what still you should question nothing with Moon Knight, but the the rusty chains I like it. I wonder if that's any indication of what the bad guy's gonna be like. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to snort. Um, what's this B cover? Oh, that is pretty. Benjamin Sue. <sighs> that is that really is a classy looking cover. I mean, I'm not really sure kind of about the hip movement, but, I mean, if you just, the, 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 the seven, seven-eighths of the book, you know, and even, and I'm not saying the, the down below where I'm not too keen on is wrong, it just doesn't feel right, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's, it's a little different, um, but, I mean, looking at everything else, like the, 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 the gray scales and the yellows and the, it looks like a, oil painting type of brush stroke oil brush stroke maybe a mixed media for sure it's definitely mixed media that's that's like a marker in the background marker pen um it's not the same texture as the cape it's it's a good cover and it's just the b cover people so take it for what you will but um yeah and what is this uh the wolf native american heritage cover i have no image available is that the i haven't Okay, that's the first one of those I've seen. Is that going to be a new theme? Hmm. Uh, Shang-Chi, number six. We've got a couple covers there. Uh, Spider-Woman, number 17. Uh, big stuff possibly happening in issue 16, which has not come out yet. So it's hard to determine you know, what may or may not be going on here uh, based off of just pure reader speculation because I don't have any... I guess cheater notes in front of me here from Key Collector or any of the uh, the groups that I'm in. I've heard no whispers. Um, Star Wars Doctor Aphra number sixteen. We got our one. We got our two. We got our three covers there. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Trail of Shadows number two. That's a little five part miniseries. Couple covers there. Sword number ten and X Force number twenty five. So there you go, people. Those are all the FOCs this week. And remember, do not. I know it's 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 sometimes hard if they don't have the image in front of you, but sometimes you just got to use your gut, because if you procrastinate, you, yeah, ah, jeez, oh, you miss out. And worse comes to worse, you know. I mean, you you you, you sell them for cover price if you get them discounted, you know. I mean, you, it's not that much of a gain, but at the same time, it's not a loss as long as you make the effort. You know, that's the thing about gambling with comics is a lot oftentimes. You know, when buying at the ground level, it's very easy to recuperate. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, 
All right, I'm gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna leave you with an Apocalypse Proto Pro Proto Proto promo, a promo from one of the amazing, amazing other podcasts, a part of the Apocalypse Group. And um, uh, yeah, I'll be right back to talk about the uh, the stuff that is coming out the next new comic book day. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Three Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say that's later, nerds. up i am uh i'm back from my little uh breaky poo and by that i just mean you know i do i don't know i don't know what the fuck do i do why do, why do i even pause it i think it's because i take a i don't take a breath for like 45 fucking minutes and i just need to catch it um all right so yeah back uh the books that you should have already pre-ordered and if not shame but alas we all make decisions even i myself um, live as I uh, talk to you, um, uh, you know, revelations are made throughout this back end of the segment, you know, and it's also for people that, you know, just want a reminder, you know, I, I hear quite often they listen to this part on their way to the podcast, or on their way on Wednesday, you know, this, this, this it often gets divided up, you know, they listen to the FOCs before the weekend, and then they're like, all right, I'm gonna take a little break, especially on this one, because he talked my fucking ear off during the FOCs. I'm going to make sure I get that Apocalypse promo I'll listen to. I'm going to go listen to that, whatever that, the, you know, the promo was for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little three fat nerds. And then um, yeah, I'll, I'll be back for the show again on Wednesday and yeah, yeah, be reminded. So here we go. Um, did, I, did I just tell you how to eat? Uh, Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number seven. Mm-hmm. Now, for this part, I will, I'm going to fucking fly through this, too, for... Uh, for for those of you that I mean just yeah, uh, fucking keep it relative you know um uh, let's see what are we doing here um yeah Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries number seven just the one cover sorry I got thrown off because there was just the one cover um Batman eighty nine number three I feel like they should have already no I guess coming out yeah well, yeah no that makes sense it's not FOCs anymore. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I I read the first issue to you know determine whether or not I was going to keep this series on my pull list, and yeah, no, I'm, I, it, it is. It's on my pull list. I'm excited to read it. I know there's kind of mixed reviews as far as fucking whether or not it feels like it's in the Tim Burton verse or not. You know, the art doesn't feel. I'm not saying the art's bad. I'm not. I'm not even one of these people. I I feel like it's just fine. I do. Um, but uh, with that being said, it's it's not one that I have a whole lot of incredible. Uh, I don't have a, a whole lot of time, and uh, so this is this is an apocalypse read. But I can't wait to get to it. Look at that, Lee Weeks. Come on. 
uh, Batman the Audio Adventure Special. Now, this is one that I will... St <sighs> Initially, I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I realized, you know, because I was like, yeah, it's based off a fucking podcast. But it's an entirely new setting in the Batman universe. So there's new characters and everything. So with this being a prequel to that audio podcast, apparently presented by HBO. HBO does podcasts now. I didn't know this. I know everything about podcasts. Um, I, I'm just I don't know dick about podcasts. I, I, I yeah. Um, <laughs> I know the apocalypse. I know a good podcast, but I don't know the logistics. Um, so yeah, no. But with that being said, three first appearances in this, and uh, you know, there's 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 variants as well. So uh, I, I will go through, and um, I'm I'm gonna have to hit up Tarl from Nerds Forever and be like, hey. You got any extra? Because I'm going to want me one. And he's going to be like, yeah, dude, I got you. Fucking cover price, usually. Most of the time. Never over. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. Um, Batman the Imposter. Another one with some potential first appearances. I mean, I would imagine so. Um, uh, interesting premise. Only a three-parter. Black Label book. I don't think it's a big prestige format, but... Um, I don't know. It might be actually six dollars. Uh, it might ne not be magazine size, but it still might be prestige. I'm I'm gonna kind of go out on limb here and say yeah. Look at that Lemur Mayho cover. Jesus Christ. Uh, Batman Urban Legends number eight. There's a potential first appearance in here for a character that could pop up in or is uh, solicited to pop up in issue ten. Take that for what you will. Uh, Urban Legends is going nowhere on my poll list. I've yet to read any of them, but I've been happy to have them because, you know, when they take off, they take off, right? It's an expensive book. Was it like an $8 book? It is, you know? Pre-order it, though. It comes like a $4.79 book. Look at that. Um, Batman, you know, we got a B cover there. C cover, that's badass. I'll tie it into Fear State, so it's relevant. Um, Black, Blacksmith, is what I mean to say. Blacksmith, this is a scout book. Uh, issue number two and three coming out this week. Scout will do that. Uh, Blue and Gold, number three. First appearance of... Oh, shit. What the fuck? Is this the one with the first appearance? I don't know now. I feel like... I feel like Key Collector's off on this one. There is a first appearance, I believe, in this one. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, really? How is that not? Is it not? Okay, whatever. I'm not going to keep scrolling through. Um, I do believe. I do believe. Uh, can't confirm. Challenge of the Super Sons wrapping up with its little seventh issue. Uh, a couple covers there. Um, ba -da 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 -da. Future State Gotham number six. I'm telling you, it's not a mini series. Might be a maxi series, unless it ends with six. Then it would be a mini series. Who's to say? I think it's still going though. Um, yeah, I don't know if anything significant is happening in that one, but there you go. Uh, Hardware number two. Couple covers. Uh, Harley Quinn in the animated series. Eat Bang Kill Tour number two. Mm hmm. Uh, I am Batman number two. Oh, it's the week of deuces. Um, and hopefully not the droppy kind. Uh, you, you get it? It's a metaphor in so many ways. You drop a deuce, you know? If, you, if the creator drops a deuce, then you drop the deuce. And now deuce, also meaning issue number two. You get it? If you got to explain the joke, Brian, it's not comedy. It's not good comedy. I know I get it, but metaphors, it's not a joke. It's metaphors. It's just a little haha. -ha. Oh my god, what the fuck is going on with me right now?
Jesus, I swear to God, people, I'm not doing shtick. My brain is just... What, what the fuck is happening? Um, I am Batman. You know what it is? Fucking mushrooms, I bet. I bet that's what it is. I'm, like, getting happier and shit. Ugh, if you're angry, do mushrooms. Change this shit. Uh, Joker number eight. <laughs> legally, you silly gooses. I'm in a place where I could do it legally, so... Yeah. Um... Let's see here. Joker number eight. Look at these covers. Pick your cover. They're great. They got Vengeance on the A cover and that amazing Jorge Molina. Pretty sure I picked up the Molina for S's and G's. Uh, not Jesus. I don't think he'd be into it. Um, Aki Bright on the C cover. That's right. That's right. We talked about Aki Bright and your funny name. Um, Justice League, The Last Ride, number six. More Derek Robertson and Chip Zarsky. Good lord. Well, it's actually Miguel Mendonca on the art. Uh, Derek Robertson on the cover, but that's that's amazing. Oh, my God. Um, if you want to speculate on a cover strictly, then the B cover of this. I hope I pick this up. Michael Choi? Something tells me I didn't. Um, good Lord. I mean, I was blown away looking at the FOCs. I know I'm supposed to be blown through this, but that, you can't not just stop and look at that. Like, that's 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 art. Comic or not, that's art. Uh, Pennyworth, number three coming out this week uh, from Ahoy! We've got Second Coming, Only Begotten Son wrapping up with its sixth issue. So it went on a little break in between issues uh, three and four, but it came out swinging um, damn near every other week. So, uh, there you go. Um, Snelson Comedy is Dying, number three. More from Ahoy. If you don't know what Ahoy is, it is a, uh, a label that only is allowed to make you giggle. Uh, so if you like comedy, Ahoy. Uh, Strange Adventures wrap it up. All right, eventually I'll get to this one. Um, I did love the first issue, but then after the second issue, I got that, like, Tom King taste in my mouth. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to ingest all of this at once. Then I'm going to you know, binge it, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's hard for me to read his stuff week to week for some reason. He's just so deep. Wow. Uh, Superman and the Authority, number four. Uh, Titans United, number two. Couple covers there. A little excited about that. I feel like that one's been FOC'd forever ago. Um, Wonder Woman 780. And there you go. That's wrapping it up. Um, any uh, anything on the on the Wonder Homas? No, no, maybe no. Um, <laughs> nope, not seeing it. Um, so yeah, there you go, people. There you go. Um, now let's uh let's get on out of lunar and let's see what's uh what's coming out on Wednesday. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's see how quick and fast I can go. I hope you guys divided this one up into two. I'm sorry. I'm just excited. And apparently happy. Happy. Alright, as I stall, Vault. Vault coming out next week. Ooh, we got last book you'll ever read, number three. I Nope, that's this week. Try again. We're gonna try again. Listen to me stall some more from Vault. Remember when I said Vault that one time? Uh, we've got Dead Box number two. Oh, hell yeah. I like the first issue. I'm a big Mark Russell fan. Um, I'm, I'm very interested to see. Uh, issue number one left it very open-ended as far as like where it could possibly go. Um, but uh, 
Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see how this story storytelling continues, and I mean that in in a sense of like how the story is told. Is it gonna be kind of like Ice Cream Man in a way? Kinda. We'll see. Either way, I'm into it. Um, Engine War number twelve. Is this all done now? The final issue. Well, no, no, it's not. No, this is just the. Uh, what? Hold on. This is this the end or just a new beginning? A Gemini fractures a Virgo is undone by her own hubris. Joss finds an unlikely ally willing to risk their life for her cause. The sphere lies in ruins, but a new era is about to dawn. Okay, no. Um, so there you go. Uh, this is uh, the engine war is going to keep on going. I got. I, I love a. I like seeing Valiant run a deep series. You know, or not Valiant. I'm so sorry, Vault. That's what I mean to say. I like seeing anybody run a series go deep, but especially um, ones that begin with a V. Uh, Wasted Space, number 24. Witchblood, number 7. Whole lot of cut, well, three covers. And then World of Darkness, Crimson Thaw. Look at that creepy shit. Uh, n- number 1. I think this is in the, the realm of uh, looking for a buzzword here. Do, 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 do. Vam, 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 vampire masquerade. There it is. Bam. I had to remember it before I found it. There you go. Um, Alright, so those are the vault books coming out next week. Uh, Valiant, we've got Ninjak, number four. Don't ask my opinion on Ninjak. I suggest you follow the Urchodero Parlay Hour, uh, Parlay Points. Odphpodcast.com. Ken M dropping some great reviews. Like this is see, this is the thing. It's just because I don't like it doesn't mean I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say, oh, I'm gonna boycott this shit. This is not what comics should be. Blah, 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 blah. There are people out there that are raving about this. And if you want to hear a good review that's not from me, check out the Parlay Points for Odph.com. Ken M loving him some Ninjack, loving it. Uh, now we're gonna go to Scout. From Scout, we've got Broken Souls Ballard, number four. Electric Black Dark Caravan, number one. Now, this is... I mean, it's not a deep week of indie speculation. I'm not going to lie. But if I had to pick one, it's going to be this one. Um, just because Joseph Schmalky, for one, he's just killing Electric. The Electric Black universe is going to be... It is going to be something. Once it has its moment and it takes off, and it's already been given the okay to do so now it just needs to happen it's up to production at this point um yeah i'm uh i'm i'm super super interested in seeing uh how successful this book turns out in the long run like i said this is a this is a long shot spec but if i had to pick one indie this this may be it as far as this week's releases mm-hmm. sorry i drank on the mic uh, Gods of Brutality, number two. Um, now, this is kind of a test book for me. I like the first issue, but it didn't really meet the, the incredibly, ridiculously high standards that I held for it, just because of the books kind of within these realms that it slightly reminds me of um, being as good as they are, like Barbaric and... Murder Falcon and uh, fucking Metal Shark Bro and shit like that. It's kind of the vibes I I get, or I thought I was going to get. Not so much. It is its own thing, and that's that's a good thing. But it's uh, I want to see it you know a little bit more metal. You know that's all. Just a, just a notch and a half. Um, we'll, we'll see. I want number two is going to be a 
a big factor for me personally. Uh, Lunar Ladies number two. It's a you know kind of a it, it's not necessarily a younger reader. You know it's not Scoop, but it's it's not uh, I guess hmm, young adult maybe. Yeah, young adult's a good word. And then We Don't Kill Spiders, number one, the second printing. And uh, that in itself, I mean, like I said, Joseph Schmolke. All the stuff I said before, same thing. You never know a Joseph Schmolke. Uh, from Scout Oni, Oni Press, we've got Rick and Morty, Nimbus, number one. I might actually want to kind of find me a copy of this, I'm not going to lie. I like the Nimbus episode. I mean, that might be the only one that I've seen of the new season, but I liked it. I liked it. I liked the character. I checked this out. I hope it's not a. I, I hope it's an original story. You know, we'll see. Not a, just a. Hey, this is the, uh, the 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 comic version of that episode. Cause that'd be boring. Black mask. There we go. Uh, what number three? Second printing. Get your hands on this one, people. I'm telling you. I think I forgot again. And white number four. I really need to try to find a copy of white number three. Um, both printings. I really do think this is gonna be one that years from now, or even a generation from now. I guess that's technically still years. You're right the first time. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think people are going to look back at that cover and go, fuck, <laughs> yeah, holy shit, that was, that was, that was what our, our, our people ahead of us lived through, Jesus, we should be grateful, they won't, but that's what we're going to be telling them, as we're old and, uh, rob- mostly cybernetic, I would imagine, I would imagine, right, be cyborgs by that point, ahoy! Ahoy! That's those. Oh, I already said ahoy. Cause lunar, same stuff, same stuff. Uh, aftershock, just chicken devil. The number C. Where did my? I I did not get. I did not get. Uh, to issue number one for some reason. I know I added it because fucking chicken devil. How do you not? I wonder if there was a delay or something didn't show up, and they just forgot to tell me. That happens sometimes. Then we got He Who Fights With Monsters, number two. Um, I personally have lost my faith in this book, but a lot of people seem to have not. Uh, They got a more refined palette in comics than I do. Let's put it that way. There's no doubt about that. Uh, This is just, I don't know, it doesn't doesn't grip me. You know, I read the first issue and I still, I, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on, people. You know? The only thing I knew that was going on is I'm pretty sure that the monsters in which were in the title were the Nazis within the book. Um, and even then, I'm not totally sure. I didn't see any claws or fangs or superpowers or magic. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Boom Studios, we got Mamo number four here, and good things about that one, actually. Um, Power Rangers number 12. Three covers on that one. Gotta love you some Power Rangers people. I mean, come on. Like I said, behind, but mm, still, it's there. Uh, Army of Darkness, 1979, number two. Look at all these amazing covers to choose from. And these aren't, this isn't the week where Dynamite's gonna like virginize all of them and make them $50. These are all the four, the A cover, Francesco Mattina. The B cover, um, uh, Arthur Suidom. Either I, don't, I may not be able to say your name good, but I sure do like the way he draws. Uh, beautiful. Uh, the C cover from uh, Yoon. Great. 
Sager, amazing. You know, like I said, normally I'm not against, or I mean, I, I'm against Dynamite and all their, their whatever, but this isn't a fucking cash grab for trash. This is something, I mean, it's this is fucking ash, but you know what the big one is? That, oh God, I, why? I didn't order this. I know I didn't. I fucked up and didn't order this. This is going to be big, people. Um, the, uh, the, the, the Fleeks and Forestner. FOC bonus. Holy fuck. Is that just now being revealed? I, I, I feel like I would have... If I would have saw that, I would have been... Oh, I don't skip... I skip Dynamite sometimes, but not often. What the fuck? That is good. This is going to be big. I mean, come on, guys. Bruce Campbell, kind of, with these little fucking puppies. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Um, I didn't know my voice can do that. Jesus, I hurt my ears. And now, let's see, we got James Bond. Okay, excited about this one, Rodney Barnes. I picked a good week to click on Dynamite. Uh, Rodney Barnes is James Bond. Say that, Rodney Barnes is James Bond. Rodney Barnes is James Bond. Rodney Bar I, I guess it's easier to say than I thought. Sounds fun, though. Uh, only two. Sorry, three. Only three, and one of them is blank. Fuck you, Dynamite. This is James Bond. Give me covers. Get Ronnie Barnes paid with comic book checks, not just Hollywood HBO money. Uh, and then the rest? Boobs. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're shiny and they're... I mean, boobs of all sorts. You know? I got sweaty boobs. I got hyper-realistic boobs. I got fuzzy boobs. I got leather boobs. I got almost nothing to cover the boobs boobs. They've got stained glass looking boobs. Um, yeah. I got them all, people. I got them all. And that's just Vampiverse. That's not even including James Bond. I'm kidding. There's no covers for James Bond. But you should see the tits on Ash. Uh, did I just do that? Dynamite. We go to IDW. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic number 102. Two covered there. Sonic the Hedgehog number 45. Star Trek Mirror War number 1. Look at that bearded, handsome son of a bitch. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, Star Wars Adventures Ghost of Vader's Castle number 4. Uh, Transformers King Grimlock number three, and guess what? More Transformers, because how do you not do more than one Transformers a series a week if you're IDW? Um, what is this? Uh, Wreckers and Tread and Circuits. Wreckers, Tread and Circuits. What? Wreckers? Transformers, Wreckers. Tread and Circuits. There we go. All right. Okay, yeah, now I remember talking about that. I hope you do. And it's stuck with you if it's your thing. Dark Horse, we're almost done, people. Uh, Black Hammer, number four. Uh, Maze Book, number two. You're going to want that Maze Book. It was good. The hype is real. Uh, uh, no One Left to Fight, chapter two, number one. Um, like I said, this is, you know, and I'm, uh, it's fan fiction of Dragon Ball Z without those characters. It's essentially saying, well, what if I did this? And I just changed the names. And, you know, made up a storyline. Uh, but... And less to fight? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't want to dog on a book. It's... 
it's you know it, it was bright and colorful you know the first time around but i, I and you know i was if i remember thinking fuck it'd be kind of cool to see where they go with this hopefully there's a second chapter but um i'm not gonna lie uh the the it's it's a little too bright for me a little too bright and that's since i don't know i don't like saying that i don't because bright's usually my thing that's saying something right uh, Norse Mythology, number five, from Neil Gaiman. Uh, Secret Land, number four. I thought I was going to be talking about a number one here. Apparently it was a number four, wrapping up in a little four-part miniseries. I don't remember ever talking about for some reason. And then the unbelievable unteens in the world of Black Hammer. I am caught up on this. Interesting stuff, people. Interesting stuff. Jeff Lemire. It, oh, well, hold on. We've got Black Hammer. Uh, May's book and Unbelievable Unteens. Three Jeff Lemire books out of Dark Horse right now. Look at us go. Image. Image next week. We've got Compass wrapping up with its fifth issue. Deep Beyond, number nine of a little 12-parter. Uh, all of the covers per use. Whole lot of reprintings of Department of Truth, number 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Second arc, all getting reprinted. Uh, just second printings each, making it easy. Uh, blue. I hope you like the color blue. Um, Homesick Pilots, number 10. Uh, I think that's it. I think this series is wrapping up. And then uh, the Maneaters Cursed, number 4. Five-part series there. we got a second printing of the second issue of The Me You Love in the Dark, number 2. Nice. Well-deserved. Very, very good read. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number three, getting a second printing, as well as the fourth issue coming out. Uh, this I know where was the speed a while ago. Uh, the Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, number five, and Trover, number three. So those are all the indies, I believe, that you should be expecting next week. Now let's wrap this song bitch up with the Marvel books, huh? Amazing Spider-Man number 76. Ooh, la, la. Who's on this one? It's always fun to find out. Zeb Wells. It's going to be different every time. Uh, yeah, I, I dig it. Patrick Gleason on the art. That's exciting, man. But, mm-hmm, you know. Uh, Avengers number 49. Oh, it's been a fun arc. It's been a real fun arc. Uh, the masterpieces. You got to dig. Um, Black Panther Legends number one. Like I spoke of earlier, this is kind of the... Uh, the you know slight retelling, reimagining, but apparently canonical version of Black Panther. I mean I don't know why would if if it weren't canonical why why would the hell they be doing it? You know I don't know we'll see maybe they're trying to fix some shit. The second printing of Dark Ages number one uh, yeah no the, this is probably the second printing that I'm most sure about. Um, even with it being pretty much the same art, you know, just slight color variations, I feel like because of that it's going to be low printed and the Unmaker is going to be a big deal. He is, I got a feeling, I think he's going to be so interesting and so good that he is going to be brought into canon and uh, it's time to pay Tom Taylor proper. He ain't just Gabby people. Uh, Darkhawk number one, getting a second printing. Darkhold Iron Man. This is a Darkhold that I'm clearly into. Uh, body horror was the uh, buzzword for me there. Um, still no images on a lot of these covers, though. Kind of makes you wonder. Uh, Eternals Forever number one. Uh, Gamma Flight wrapping up with this fifth issue. That's incredibly exciting. 
Um, I, I would love to see this go ongoing. I do. But at the same time, I'm okay with a Gamma Flight miniseries here and there. Um, you know, it's just uh, lots of ongoings to be buckled down to. So maybe it is kind of a good thing to keep this, uh, you know, a, a mini. Uh, you know, it's, it's restraint, people, restraint. Um, Immortal Hulk number 50. This is your no-brainer of the week. You beat them and buy them all. You buy them all. Um, I don't know what the accent that was. Um, definitely the A cover. All of all of the covers, with the exception of the Bennett cover, ooh, shade. Maybe not all of the covers, but a lot of them have uh, a very unique back cover as well, making uh, making it that much more collectible and all the more reason to want to buy it. But at the same time, it's a $10 book, and it's a giant-sized finale, and it's going to take up a lot of space, and to have to buy two copies of each... Ah, oh, man. Maybe you could just hope that you like the one side? <laughs> good stuff. I'm sorry, I'm going through installing and clicking on all of these. They're pretty good. Most of them are pretty fucking amazing. Uh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, Iron Man, number 13. Uh, is this where he goes cosmic? I forget. He's going to get cosmic here soon. Uh, Kang the Conqueror, number three. I've spoke my piece about Kang the Conqueror, and it is lovely. Uh, Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, number two. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 31. I feel like there might have been something there. We'll see. Um, scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. Nope. Nope. There is, however, a very badass... Badass... Uh, 1 in 25 of this, done by a feller named Sway. Or maybe it's a... Felly? What, what's the... There's an, is, is there a, a feminine version of the word feller? What would be the opposite? Hmm. A, a, a dame? That sounds... Almost sounds sexist. I don't know. Um, hmm. Great cover, though. Great cover. I feel like it'll do well. Because Miles, you know... You know he's coming up in the fucking Spider-Man movie. If not Doctor Strange at the latest. Uh, oh, and as far as... I just kind of want to backtrack a little bit. There is a 1 in 11 Virgin variant on that Army of Darkness 1979 number 2 Tony Fleeks variant. Trish Forner variant. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm stuck on it. I'm stuck on it. Stuck on Army of Darkness. Uh, Marvel Tales, Miss Marvel... Well, anthologies and stuff. Uh, Shang-Chi, number five. Uh, he gets an Iron Man suit of sorts. Uh, a sort of suit. Um, fucking, you never know, people. You never know. Uh, it could be a thing, you know? No one else is using it right now, am I right? <laughs> um, I mean, in the movies. Uh, <laughs> too soon? I'm a, I'm a Tony... Stark fucking fanatic, so I could say that. Fuck you. Fuck you if you're offended. Fuck you. You crybaby. Uh, Dr. Afra, number 15. A whole heap and lot of covers. What's going on? Why? Okay. I did it. Four of them. I guess it's... Oh, look at Mace Windu. Alright. Uh, then we got Star Wars High Republic Trail of Shadows, number one. There are... Uh, cover... Co uh, first appearances here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who are they? 
Um, I did, however, hear that the story in itself kind of not super exciting. Let's let's see who wrote it. Daniel Jose Older and Dave Watcher. Um, or it's Wachter. That might be Wachter, actually. Did they misspell your name, Dave Watcher? Because I ain't never heard of Dave Wachter. What's going on? Uh, first appearance of Sion Holt, a private detective. Okay. Uh, Emmerich Kafter, a Jedi Knight. Oh, there's your potential. And then Arathab. If I had to guess, I'd say Sion Holt is on the cover on the right side there, and uh, Emmerich Kafter is the Jedi on the Louis side. I don't know who Arathab is. That might be where the. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a new Jedi, people. Any new Jedi is obvious potential. Duh. I think I ordered three. Uh, same duo on the B cover there. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters wrapping up. Uh-oh. It's a good thing we're wrapping up, huh? With the fifth issue. Um, Exciting stuff. It really is exciting stuff. This has been the best Marvel event of the year. I'm saying it. I said it. I mean, we'll see how it ends. And I don't think this is the absolute finale. This is just the final issue of the main mini-series in the event. There'll, there'll be like a an Omega. You know, there was an Alpha, there'll be an Omega to wrap it all up. I would imagine. Um, but uh, if you like Boba Fett, Jesus, these covers are good. And even the JTC, look at you. Look at you, Valance. <sighs> Gotta love it. He looks very, very action figure And I mean that in a good way. Uh, and then, oh shit, the, the Lucasfilm, probably gonna be big because it's got Ahsoka Tano and um, old depressy-faced young Vader. There you go. Great cover, though. Still great cover. Uh, this there's a billion of them. Jesus Christ, it just keeps going. The Paglin might be actually the one. That might be the one. That is downright gorgeous. Jesus. Carlo Paglin, look at you. Alright, I'm keeping it going, people. Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads number four. Uh, Warhammer 40k. Battle Sisters. Uh, X-Force number 24. Uh, X-Men number four. Yep, yep. We got a cameo here, and we got a cover appearance as well. As stated, I think it's a little bit closer to being confirmed. No, what the fuck? Keep scrolling. There we go. The Headless Horseman character in a Halloween theme. Okay, and then a cameo appearance of Dr. Stasis. Dr. Stasis. So, uh, yeah. Fucking And look at all the covers and all of its, all of their glory. Um, the, um, I'm going to say it again. The Jesco Masterpiece is showing off that Cyclops there. Mmm. Good. And to wrap this son of a bitch up, we got the second printing of The Trial of Magneto, number one. So, yeah, and uh, spec-worthy on second printing? Uh, possibly. It kind of, really, it's, you just gotta hold your breath to see how it all wraps up. Because if it duds out and it's stupid in the end, and it's not satisfying, then... Pfft, but, 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 if it is an amazing thing, then, uh, yeah, a second printing could be a very low print run, and you never know, you know? Is this the next House of M? You know? I don't know. 
Um, alright, so that's it, people. That is it. Uh, I know I went long, but for good reason. For good reason. Alright, uh, remember, check out all of the amazing podcasts that the Apocalypse has to offer on Podchaser. Go to lists, select the Apocalypse, uh, hashtag the Apocalypse. That's, that's just what it is. It's hashtag the Apocalypse. Just say hashtag the Apocalypse. It's, um, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, what it is. Um, maybe it's, it's probably easier to say the Apocalypse, but until you know that, say hashtag the Apocalypse. That'll help you guide it. That'll help you find it. You know, because you use hashtag the apocalypse on Twitter, it'll help you follow the apocalypse group, and which retweets out all of the amazing podcasts, and it's just so supportive, people. So check all of that out. Amazing, amazing shows like Three Fat Nerds and The Villains Demand and um, The Ocho Duro Parla- Parlay Hour and Scotch and Sports and Friday the Thirteenth and uh, fuck, what are some other good ones? Uh, uh, Spy Hard. Uh, Super Movie Bros. I can keep going. Great podcast. Great podcast. So check all of that out on the Apocalypse. And preferably, and like I said, on Podchaser, that's the best way to go. And follow and like that list. Give it that little heart. You know? Um, we want to see this. It's not far off from being number one. Uh, you know, Podchaser ranks their list. Well, the Apocalypse has um, climbed with umph. Uh, we're, we're right there. We're one step from being at the absolute top, and that's only because of the head start. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It has a lot to do with the head start, not only because of, um, but uh, yeah. So let's let's keep this going. Leave those likes, the hearts. You can follow it all you want, but leave the likes. Um, you only have to do that once. All right. Um, and as well, leave the reviews for the show on Podchaser as well as well as Apple Podcasts. Um, ever so important ever so important um and picture tiny tim saying that to you on christmas you know until you do it and then you don't have to and then you get to make that impression to all the friends that you've introduced this podcast to and tell them well have you left the review yet dude you listen to it you know you like profit off of a speculation yeah did you listen to it yet or did you review it yet i fucked it up god damn all right guys i'm tired i'm gonna leave you um uh nerds forever Nerds for 307 nerdsforever.com uh, use code cheers at checkout save yourself some money save yourself some money off a place that's already dedicated to saving you money with amazing customer service um, speaking of amazing service inked marketing if you're looking to crowdfund your own comic book or any crowdfund for that matter you know as long as it's kind of within the geeky realm but I'm gonna specifically shout out the comic book ones um, inked marketing has your back incredible success rate Kevin he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing so if you need help getting a hold of inked marketing you know how to get a hold of me um, whether it's through the group through uh, the, I mean the Facebook group or through uh, Twitter at Cheers to Comics find me I will get you in touch just look up inked marketing and be blown away by all of that alright I uh, will talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about in the meantime I command so important that you stay safe and read responsibly. Still haven't figured out what the fuck that means, but it's sticking 355 episodes later, so uh, cheers fuckers.
you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne, and remember, stay sane.